0: You're listening to Two Pauls and a Pod. I'm Paul Merriman. And I'm Paul Reid. Okay, guys, on this episode, i to say we're going to be joined by Jer Herbert, who is the motoring editor with the Sunday Independent. And the reason I'm delighted to have her in studio today is we're going to talk about motoring expenses, cars, PCP loans, because in my opinion, when I see someone's financial plan coming in generally speaking after the mortgage the biggest expense is probably a car loan these days uh, and that's even before you get into the expenses of running the car and i think people really underestimate how much it costs to run a car uh, and that's even just without side of finance or buying the actual car itself Um so yeah you're very welcome today thanks for joining us
1: Thanks for having
0: me. Yeah, great. Um, Paul, we're going to start off with something. You're going to ask probably a few questions yeah. that you might get stuck on terminology. If we talk about something that you think you don't... i jump in. Just jump in. That's yeah. okay, because for, for the listener, it'd be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to start, if you don't mind, with PCP, because... I hate it. <laughs> <Sometimes>. <laughs> Probably being a bit brunt. I, I I will have to take my own advice though, because people have been listening to the podcast always hear me talk about the spreadsheet that do, doesn't always know what's going on in your own life. So sometimes when you put a figure into a spreadsheet, you might say whether it's good or bad financially, but the spreadsheet doesn't know whether you have kids, whether you're married or you're single, mm-hmm. what your lifestyle is, just making financial decisions around your lifestyle rather than the spreadsheet. My biggest fear with PCP is that people don't understand the contracts they're going into uh, Mm -hmm. and are used by salespeople an awful lot to make people think they're getting something that's really good value. Uh, And I also will go a step further and say, I think the greatest trick the car industry has ever pulled was calling a balloon payment a guaranteed uh, future value. So I think there's a little trickery in there, in my opinion. I can see you make a face at me. So the car guys are going to love this. (laughs) Uh, So why why don't we jump straight into you, the expert in this, and you give us your opinion on PCPs and we have a bit of a chat about it.
1: Yeah, okay. Do you want me to explain, first of all, what a PCP is for people who
0: don't? (laughs) Paul's looking confused.
1: Okay, keeping the figures just really simple. Say you're looking at buying a car worth 30,000, right? First of all, you need to put down a deposit. Now, you can put anywhere between 10% and 30%. So again, just for simplicity, we're going to say that you put down a 10% deposit. So you pay 3,000 euros down. That's it. That's forgotten about, right? The dealer then says to you at the end of the PCP contract, which is usually about three years, the car that you are looking at buying now is going to be worth 50. Right, so you forget about that 15,000, right? So you have the 30,000 minus the 3,000 that you put down as a deposit minus the 15 it's going to be worth in three years' time. And what you're left with. Is 12000 12000 right. that's
0: the example, yeah.
1: And that's what you're going to pay back over the next three years, monthly plus interest. Okay. Okay. Now, at the end of the three years, you've got three choices. You can hand back the keys and say, really enjoy that, but I don't want to know anymore. Thank you. And move on to somewhere else. You can roll on to another PCP. Now, if it turns out that the value of that car is actually more than 15000 and it's now worth 17000 you can take the 2000 equity and use three, it towards the, the deposit one. for your next one. Okay. And that's the ideal way PCP works. Or you decide, Made, which is not the way PCP should work that you loved the car so much you don't want to part with it and you want to pay for it in that case you have to stump up for the 15,000 okay. and there are far better ways of buying a car yeah. so if you actually want to own a car I don't think PCP is for you but if you want the use of a car and you're paying much less than what a bank loan would, would, would cost you then that's where PCP works
0: yeah right? I, I think you're right I think it can work quite well for some people and a lot of people will change their card every three years, yeah. in fairness, and it can work well in that example because they're either going to be in a bank loan anyway every three years. it might as well nearly be in the PCP in that place. The big problem I've had in the past is that, or currently as well, is that a lot of these contracts in the past for listeners that might be in a PCP contract would have attracted 0% interest because money was very cheap two years ago. So if you're paying that 12000 in your example, you might have been paying at 0% interest rate, okay? So just let's give a figure at 200 quid a month, just hypothetically speaking, a month. When you come back in to change the car or you come back in to roll over, you're probably going to see an interest rate of 8% plus. So your monthly repayment's going to go up substantially. So anyone that's in the PCP contract, in my opinion, I think you're probably way better off trying to get out before the three years are up now, go to the credit union, go to a bank, get a traditional loan, and clear it down because that 200 euro whatever you're paying is going to jump up if you want to roll over because the cost of new cars has gone up as well substantially over the last few years and also the cost of interest and it has to be in play where a lot of these Mm -hmm. contracts previously were 0% interest so I I think it's a slight I know your fairness has done a really really good job of really making it plain English and helping people understand that they maybe don't understand what PCP is But the big thing is to to worry about is that bloom payment at the end, that 12,000 euro at that example or 15,000 example.
1: Yeah, that's if you want to own the car. If you want to own the car, yeah. And this is the thing, PCPs came into Ireland in about 2013. We were a bit behind the UK and people couldn't get over that idea. Yeah. What well, I'd pay all of this money for three years and I wouldn't own the yeah. car. And this but then more and more did and they understood this idea that I'm actually paying probably half I'd be that I'd be paying on a bank loan. Yeah. I'm getting the use of a brand new car with all of its safety features and all of its fuel efficiency. And I think that the big attraction with PCPs is if you have an older car, you cannot make that leap from an older car to a new car. Mm. You've this Big gap it's that a can big be bridged, gap yeah it's easier the bridge it, can yeah. do that now the thing about PCP as well that there's a few things you have to bear in mind essentially what you're paying is the depreciation on the car hmm. so the more a car depreciates the more expensive a PCP is going to be so you should always go for cars that depreciate Less. Okay. So cars that are popular tend to depreciate less. So that's why Volkswagen are very popular mm-hmm. for PCPs because they're popular cars. Yeah, fairness,
0: we do the calculations. I will say Volkswagen nearly always come out on top, especially something yeah. like a Volkswagen Golf because yeah. in fairness, the thing literally hardly loses any value in the first few years compared to other cars.
1: And if you were really lucky and you got into a PCP in about 2019... And then secondhand prices. Markets Trump, yeah, roof. because of COVID. You, yeah. I'd say there was a lot of very happy people oh, who came 100%. back and thought, what? My yeah. PCP is worth, my car is worth so much more, yeah. and probably had the entire deposit nearly for the next one. Yeah. So that's the thing. The other thing I would say is that. That deposit that you put down, I always advise people to never put down more than 20%. Even though if you put down 30, you get much lower repayments, you're investing too much in too a car much in you're much- not going to own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you can keep that as low as possible, because you know that it's really designed, as I said, for people who just want the use of a car. Don't do a huge amount of mileage because again, there's a lot of penalties if you exceed the mileage. So it's not for oh, people wow. right. who have a, maybe who are on a contract and don't know where they'll be in two years time or three yeah. years time yeah. so you really need to know that your mileage is not going to change your circumstances are not going to change and the other thing Paul that I think that it's it's a safeguard against what you're talking about is you ask for the total amount of the finance is going to cost you yeah. you don't get fobbed off with well it's going to cost you 300 a month and 300 a month and then you raise to 350 so do you think that 50 is not a huge yeah, amount for yeah. the extra yeah. you know the leather seats and whatever no think about the total cost, cost. of finance and then yeah. you won't get swayed yeah. no never do a deal based on monthly repayments yeah.
0: so- I think that's the biggest thing though and like I said look it, everyone buys and spends their money the wrong way and I love cars as you know Paul yeah. I'm a bit a massive
2: <laughs> obsessive
0: I love cars <laughs> I, I've got a few cars so I, I got I'm- a few <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A yeah just yeah. to throw it out there so I'm not ditching people buying cars mm-hmm. I just think there's better ways to buy and you've already said this I'm probably a PCP contract but I do think um, it is important that you don't look at the cost when you go out by drive by the Volkswagen or the Toyota, wherever you're going, drive this car from two hundred quid per month or two hundred fifty per month. There's a total cost of interest and I mean, There's a lot more that has to be considered in taking a PCP contract compared to just the monthly yeah. cost that they'll put on the on, on the windscreen to attract you in.
1: The other thing as well is those really cheap prices they quote are always based on a 30% deposit and as I said nobody should put down a 30% deposit because oh,
0: I didn't know that no, there you go wow. yeah
1: they're always the cheapest of course, the cheapest because, because they would be. the yeah, highest yeah. deposit
0: uh, Yeah. and the lower spec as well yeah. I've seen that before so you go in you're getting okay. your letter seats and everything yeah. <laughs> your 200 ends up being 330 or 350 I'm sure
1: it's only 130 more than the ad it's fine but yeah. when you look at how much that's <laughs> yeah. costing well, over you three over years. 3 years that's yeah. a lot of money yeah. so that's the thing you have to bear in mind so there's, there's a lot of things to consider
0: well it is say though is you're very right one one thing you've said is, and i probably didn't consider myself to be told is that that person that has that older more uh less econo- economical vehicle that it's easier for them to, to bridge that gap yeah. so you can now get into maybe a hybrid or an electric car or something that's way more efficient fuel wise yeah. and safety wise you have to mm-hmm. put a price mm-hmm.
2: on the safety element these as well um and so what are so you have the pcp so what what other way would you suggest cash yeah, yeah. What was the <laughs> under side? the bed, yeah, yeah. If
1: you have that, yeah, the other thing is just the traditional. I suppose the credit union loan or the bank loan that yeah. really is how people um, how people still finance their car. Okay. But again, I think that's the mindset that goes: I want to run this car into the road into the ground. You know, I want to own this car forever. forever. Then yeah. that's that's what you should do. Yeah. Um, and then I suppose the thing about it is as well: if you get a bank loan, you own the car from day one. So if your circumstances change, you can sell the car. You, yeah. you know, PCPs are actually they they appear to be quite flexible. Um, Payment options, but they're not. They're quite rigid it's when you get into them. And the, yes, yeah. yeah. so you, that's why I always advise you have to do low mileage. You have to know where you're going to be over the next three years. Your circumstances aren't the going to change. Low
0: mileage is
2: interesting as well. Yeah. There's if... a
0: service thing as well. Aren't. So if you do damage the car or crash the car, they go back to the same. So you can't get it done by the local guy down the road because you don't own the contract. There's, there's, there's just a few small that's print a... things I need to be very wary of.
1: Yeah, because it's all about preserving value. The value, yeah. Because basically the, the car company or the car dealership still own the car. Exactly. So they want. that's why they want to keep the mileage yeah. Yeah. Mileage is one of the biggest, biggest. Factors in value. Yeah. So if you can keep the mileage down, you can keep the servicing. You're you're maintaining the value in that car. So that's what it's all about. So,
0: about with that uh, some of the value point of view. Let's say you go and you get somebody rares r- into the back of your car. Hmm and you're driving an Audi uh, and you go into Audi and they say it's 10 grand to fix it but mm. you know a panel beater or a mate of yours is going to do it for 4 grand you can't give it to the guy for 4 grand yeah. you have to give it back to Audi garage in that example because they want to make sure it's prepared by Audi and it's up to standard which is obviously mm. fair because they yeah. practically have the value in that car booked in Okay. so there are things that people don't necessarily know about um, when they're going in for these contracts and that's
2: something I mean they would probably sell in in, in, the, in the reverse of that where you they would say oh we'll service it for you so So that's, you know, but not knowing that, yeah. If it's just a small little dint, it might actually cost you more. Mm -hmm. And what about car finance? How do, how do you feel about that?
1: It's essentially the same as a personal loan. So you might get that directly through the dealers, but what the dealers are doing is dealing with the bank rather oh. than you. So it's it's the same option. So again, these are great if you want to own yeah. the car at the end. As I said, the PCP or the um, is really just for people who want the use of a car for three years, but as a result, you're paying much less. So you have to just decide, do you have the finances to, you know, to pay mm. over a couple of years for a car and own it? Because it will cost you more monthly to own the car, to buy the car outright than it will with a PCP.
0: But I think the pro about that approach, Paul, is that if anything goes wrong, job-wise, economy-wise, you've got a three or a five-year-old car, mm. that's probably going to go for the next 10 years or 15 years, where the mm. PCP, you're left at the end of either having that loan payment to pay off or to go and find a new car again. Mm. So yeah. it, it does cost more on a monthly basis, but at the end, it's kind of, I'm not going to say a safer way, but probably just in case something was to go wrong. Um and unfortunately we have seen and I'm not just saying this I have seen a couple of examples of people that have been in PCP contracts uh, on quite high value cars that have been involved in the tech industry in various different you know unfortunately few job losses few redundancies uh, and they're in a situation where they don't have the car to give the car back and they haven't got the luxury of a car after paying for something for three years because yeah as Ger's rightly pointed out it's not your car yeah. <laughs> it is kind of a rental thing for the, four, the three years really
2: and does that affect your insurance if you're going for insurance I mean do, do no it doesn't it actually a good PCP question it rentals? doesn't no, no your
1: insurance will still be based on a number of things it'll be based on what your job is how much mileage you do yearly the value of the car so if you did go for that expensive PCP and you you know you're driving an expensive car you're going to pay a lot more for your insurance because yeah. it's based on a number of factors but actually doing a PCP as opposed to a bank loan is not going to make a blind bit of difference no. No, it's just ideas, your boy. choice that will make the difference.
2: And with insurance, getting onto that, um sorry Paul, just for move on to insurance, just on the car finance
0: page with go into the dealership. If you are looking at getting a traditional car loan, personal loan, but everyone outside of PCP need to get finance for the car, shop around. So, you know, Jersey images for always but it's a credit union, the bank, um and not saying all the time but most of the times are a little bit more less expensive than the car dealers themselves because there's commissions and there's various things added on yeah. uh, in the car dealerships now not saying all the time but sometimes it's are so just yeah just because you're going into the car garage, don't just take what they give you. Just shop around, like anything you're doing financially was. Yeah. Um, ring your own, and don't just go to your own bank. You know, if you're a Bank of Ireland customer, you can. Uh, you're allowed to ring AIB. That's something and a lot of people don't do. No, right? they, yeah, don't. Yeah. they don't. They don't at all. Oh, so, my money's
2: in this bank, therefore. Yeah. 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 Are
0: they going to yeah. Are they going to look after me because I'm existing client? They don't. So no. uh, really, just shop around uh, and just ring a few places, or go online and put in twenty grand or thirty grand, whatever your budget is. See where the payments are, and that total cost of interest is really what you're looking for over that
2: period of time
1: yeah and look at that APR figure the lower yeah. that is the better the deal you're getting because that's the actual cost of the finance how much it's costing you so yeah absolutely shop around
2: just on the cost of insurance in Ireland it is a major talking factor with anyone I know that is trying to get insurance first of all uh, as an actor Cannot get insurance.
0: You can't. (laughs) But you know where that is? So this comes down. So I started my career uh, before I moved into Irish life in Royal Sun Alliance, actually just across the road from where we're recording here, where the Ivy restaurant is now, Mm. uh, above there in the motor department where I used to just answer calls with people looking for quotations uh, back in the day. But if you're an actor uh, or you work in the stage kind of environment, Mm. it's because you're driving home later at night. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. the underwriter's view Drunk. is that you
2: <laughs> no, yeah. and clearly on yeah, drugs. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> just high from your just performance. High from performance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, but seriously, it's it, they, they the underwriters take all the various mm-hmm. risks that the general public wouldn't even think of. You wouldn't think about that so as an that, actor.
2: Does that count though for bar it staff does. and stuff?
0: It does. Bar, yeah, bar journalists. staff, yeah, yeah. Journalists, yeah. Because yeah.
1: yeah. we drive anti social hours, very same thing. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So
2: yeah, they're all factored in. But yeah, so a uh, journalism sure can get insurance as in like can pay they probably pay a bit more and stuff like that but oh, you can get them you can always get them and actually you literally cannot get it but oh you can't, can't
1: be refused insurance yeah. if you go what is it more than three yeah, yeah the then third one to has, be, to has, has, to, has to you now, have to go, go to the first
2: person yeah, yeah
1: they could offer that yeah. six thousand a year or yeah something see, like that's what it ha- is yeah. yeah 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 you do legally have to be offered yeah.
2: insurance well that's what i mean like they're just going yeah yeah, yeah just pay the same price your car what anyway you need to get a
1: job as a librarian just one day a week yeah just be insured as a librarian a
2: podcaster there you go. Am I a podcaster now? We'll see. We'll see. See how this episode listeners.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Jerry, you can tell him at the end where you think he passes a yeah, yeah. podcaster. We'll have a poll as well. Yeah. Anyway, um, so with the insurance, so yeah, I mean, do, yeah, shopping around, obviously, like as you said, with anything financial is a good thing to do. Does it make a difference? Why and... Uh, actually if you can answer that first it would be great does it make that much of a difference if you shop around for insurance? Oh, oh yeah difference.
1: huge absolutely okay. huge difference unfortunately insurance companies do not reward loyalty never yeah. did so you're better off even just taking an afternoon off and just you know if it's whether it's online or ringing them or whatever and even if you don't want the hassle of actually changing your insurance company go back to them and say this is the best I got can you match it? Yeah. So it's definitely worth it the other thing I would say and I used to give this advice but it's kind of changed now was that make sure you put a realistic value on your car most people People oh, yeah. overestimate the value yeah. of their car, and insurance companies are really sneaky about this because if you overestimate it and you have a crash, they will give you the market value. If you underestimate it, they'll give you the underestimated because that's what you've paid for. Yeah. But the thing is now, I suppose with secondhand prices, secondhand gone up prices so high, are kind of okay, but still, it's still, still worth checking out though yeah. that you actually have. I know insured so
0: many right people amount. that underinsured their cars so because they think they're getting one up over the insurance company, and it's just they're nonsense because again, yeah. as chair said, you're gonna end up paying less. Yeah. Uh, but, but it is funny. Paul, you started by saying it's really expensive. I do think the insurance costs have come down quite considerably. I will say over the last number of
2: years. I mean, compared to five or six years ago, yeah.
0: I think, I'm not saying they're not expensive, but I think they've got their act together a little bit. The insurance companies, and in that it is, is a it bit that cheaper. much
2: competition to do that. Was that why they come down?
0: It's difficult. Yeah. No, it's not that much. No. There's actually less competition mm. in the Irish marketplace than there was. Um, I, I, there's loads of reasons. I mean, from Pressure, I suppose, maybe uh, from the public and governments, yeah. uh, government departments as well, to kind of get it in check, because um, they really, really ran amok uh, at one stage. Mm. They, they were just extortion at one stage. Yeah. Uh, although they're still very high, so a lot more compared than it was a number of years ago. I think it's easier for people to get going as well. I will, I will just mention one company. This is obviously we don't get sponsored or anything nonsense like that on this on this show. But um, uh, our two uh, teens have started driving while well, they're eighteen. Have started driving, and uh, they're using this Oximo uh, system. Where you have an electronic box in the car, oh, it's brilliant. Uh, it's really good, and I think the second year What's premium, it I think, is a box. I can't remember. Um, yeah, it's essentially uh, a telematics, yeah. like a black box yeah, in your car. Yeah, it's a black car. box yeah. that goes so and records the company. everything. Yeah. And what it does is it, it rewards you if you drive less, uh, and if you driving on the, li- you kind of give rewards so it for driving your, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does, but sorry, just to say, the kids are only eighteen, but they their second year premium came in as like seven hundred quid. Hmm. Now. When wow. I was growing up, I remember yeah. assurances being three, four, five grand yeah. uh, for 80 and And that's because of, the, of their. Well, mark- her, they have passed their tests in fairness in yes. that time as well. Okay. Uh, but a lot of people pass their tests very quickly now because you they can't really. To. You have yeah. to. Yeah, you have to with the new rules. So I will say, it's. Re- I was shocked to see the premium come down so much. I think it was 15 or 1800 quid, then down to 700 quid with a full license and a clean one year. So I, I think. The industry has come on leaps and bounds, the insurance for, for costs. But I, I do understand it can be expensive.
2: I did have someone ask because I was telling that we're doing this episode. Um, can you ring an insurance company? I already know the answer to this, relax. Um, <laughs> where you go, insurance company, you ring your provider and you say, listen, I'm after going with, I'm after ringing these guys and I'm after 50 quid, 50 quid a month, or whatever, for 500 quid. And they're going, well, that's how, can. do you have to prove that? I mean, no.
1: Right. And you're always advised. You're better off having a realistic because they're, they're going to know your chance yeah, in your yeah. arm. But if you, if yeah. you come
2: up yeah. with something realistic. 50 <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 quid. Yeah, it's a bit
1: exciting. Accept- but no, it's it's always worth shopping around for it. Yeah. The only thing I would say is make sure you're getting the same insurance deal from them. Just compare exactly what you're getting because exactly. the excess Especially could be really Especially excess.
0: High. Yeah, yes, excess so is they could give
1: you a really cheap insurance. But, you know, if you do have an accident, you're to fork out for the first 2,000 and they only pay above that. Somebody else might be slightly more expensive but the excess could be down at a couple of 100 so you need to look at that but overall insurance has come down i mean according to the figures 27 percent in the last five years and that's there's been a huge amount of reforms made by the government they have brought in various regulations they've lowered the price of um, claims and various different things and all of that has made an impact but then when you talk to people they still say my insurance jumped i didn't change job i didn't change anything and it's still going up so i think Mm. As I said, you most people are paying too much because they don't shop around.
0: Paul, do you remember you asked about was it the competition? Do you know what insurance companies do? And I can tell you this, honestly they penalize for existing clients nearly because in Ireland we have this inertia yeah. factor where we won't shop around and we won't change and they know it's going to come out and it's gone from 700 to 850 and the person automatically is going to go oh I couldn't be arsed yeah. or I haven't mm-hmm. got the time or it's only 70 or 80 quid you wouldn't get away with that in any other market yeah. you'd have to be offering a discount to keep that policy on the books where in Ireland we don't shop around for anything so whether it's your electricity sorry not anything but very but there's rarely, a loyalty
2: there to these companies that and it doesn't have. come back Exactly, have none to, exactly, yeah. none <laughs> That's to you. Yeah. ever yeah.
0: and I know we spoke about this for health insurance the last time we had Dermot as well so it's really important to to shop around as soon as your premium lands
2: mm. uh, and, I, and I just can't expect, but as Sarah said make sure you compare like with like mm. it's really important to understand what you're looking for as well mm. I went into a bank once <laughs> and uh, I was looking to have a chat with them, and I said um, you know I think it would be a big selling point going uh, my mum set up the account like for when I was one so I've been here since I've been one <laughs> and my man just went Okay. <laughs> I was going, is I'll, there anything else you'd yeah, like to share? Yeah, like, All right, cool. So can I get the fifteen percent No. Like, yeah, didn't even give me a pen, did he? No, no, no exactly. Um, with insurance, of course, you said it's come down actually in the last couple of years and, and uh, you know, people's loyalties seem to figure that they're paying yeah. more. Um, but uh, compared to other countries, um, how's that, how is that? How do we... Oh, yeah, we pay way more, do mm. we? Yeah, way more.
1: But we claim way more. <laughs> yeah, okay. we
2: do. We claim for yeah, yeah, We, do. I mean, we have
1: a massive claim culture. Yeah, and really? insurance companies will tell you that pr- the price of premiums is directly related to the cost of claims and, and to the is. number of claims. And that is the biggest problem. Like we have more whiplash injuries. I don't know what it says about our necks than anybody what? else in
0: Europe. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, like it's ridiculously high. Like, and I think the average—I am I, I got—not I got, too sure on this now. It's about fifteen grand. The think of memory shares. It was
1: that. Whether it's come down because I know they put a cap on yeah, those, yeah. and maybe it's been reflected now. But it certainly was that. So it was have, fifteen, you know, and the
0: UK was like four or five grand yeah. for a whiplash claim. Like, so it, it's completely just this, this, this So that's why they'll say that that, that that the insurance premiums are much higher, and it is a direct correlation to the claims. It has to be because they have to pay the claims. Yeah, they course, have to have yeah. reserves in the play of the claims as well. It's, it's actually was. really difficult to run an insurance Insurance book, especially in, a, in an economy like this one, where. You do have a higher claims culture yeah. but you don't know what you're insuring against, really. So it, 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 it's all statistics. It's it's really, really actuarially statistically. I don't defined. know
2: why. I thought we'd have a lower claim culture. I don't know I why. Know, it, no, it, it's, it's horrendous. Got... We, we we literally sue for everything. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, I thought completely... the Irish were sounder than that. But... And I
1: think we have this idea that insurance is just this. You know, it's 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 nobody. It, no, it, it doesn't impact anyone unless, you need it, it. You, see, yes. unless yeah. you need it. You see, unless
0: you need it. If you've never so, used if, it before. But if we,
1: if you know, if we, you know. I suppose embellish an you know, old claim there that's not costing anyone yeah. but they don't realise it's costing all of us yeah. Every, We are all our premiums go up because of these claims and yeah. they think i am just slip in and you know, you know they, and a, yeah.
2: they did run a
0: very very successful campaign years ago for people to basically rat each other out here Do you remember they had the adverts around saying if somebody has like a brace on them and they're playing football still that you'd ring and rat people out or because they're gone it was skiing. cost yeah, yeah or they're gone skiing because and <laughs> no, there was we're... a massive billboard campaign mm-hmm. and trying to give you the free phone number to ring and in case you had anybody that you knew that was doing <laughs> a fluttering claim because
2: it impacted us. <laughs> Can you imagine you rang that number and your man just got the and the phone and goes, you rat. <laughs> I know where you live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was it, like, just to
0: catch rats you. Rats out everywhere. Rats goes. out, just to catch the rats. Uh, but sorry, it is, big, it, it is a big issue, Paul, here compared to other countries, wow. especially in the EU and especially if you look at our neighbours in the UK. Uh, it has got a massive um, an implication um, on the insurance premiums.
2: Okay, you mentioned you have two teens there. Is it expensive for them to be on the road these days? I think it's about, I think, sorry, an average
0: studies are saying it's about seven or 800 quid to start learning the drive because you have to have your tests, or sorry, you have to have your uh, 10 lessons uh, done this approved. An, is this a new thing? 12, yes. 12, sorry, 12 lessons. Is that 12. new?
1: No, it's been in uh, since 2011, but there's still people who are on learner permits who got them before that. I know it's hard to believe, but there's a phenomenal amount of people who stay on learner permits. Yeah. Oh, um, did, and they don't time. have to do those Yeah but anybody who has a learner permit since I think it's April 2011 you have to do the 12 lessons 12 and lessons. mommy or daddy can't you know teach you to drive you actually have to do it with a proper authorised driving instructor wow okay. so you have
0: to sign up and you do your 12 lessons uh, and the, the instructor won't let you progress past a week one or week two if you're not good at doing whatever's in the program yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's it actually genuinely I haven't had to do it and go through it it's really That's good brilliant. And they were really good drivers at the end of it compared to, remember when I started driving, you could just jump into a car. He you said, Your mom or your dad yeah. rogers in local yeah. car park and you spun around a few times. You, you, drive. Drive. Yeah. you can drive. So it is really good. Uh, and then the driving test um, has the usual stuff with the queues and that. But you have to you have to pay for that t- those 12 first of all. Then you have to pay for a car. Then you have to pay for the insurance. Uh, obviously, the usual tax and your fuel, et cetera. So I think just to even get up and run on the road, you're probably looking at probably five to maybe 500 quid to a grand all in. Um, and yeah, so it, it is expensive to get started on the road. The other thing we have these days, which can be very frustrating for parents, is that the, when you pass your, when you do those 12 tests, those 12 lessons, rather, you you have to, you can't drive on your own path. So You have to drive yeah. with somebody who's already qualified mm-hmm. and need to be qualified longer than two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you have to have it's the L plates. And then even when you pass your test, you have your, plate. your N, N plates. And yeah. Yeah. Um, so, For new, yeah, (laughs) Uh, novice novice, Novice. yeah, novice, yeah. So, but in that period of time, you can't drive yourself. So, we had to self and Sarah jump in the car with the kids and went to school and drive the car back and back and forth. Yeah, great for us because we're in Dublin and everything was kind of five minutes away from the house. I don't know how you do that if you live down the country, like as if you're living in you know a rural Ireland, like like how parents are supposed to do that when they're driving miles to work Mm -hmm. and back from working kids or what age so. can you can you do the test now? 17 hmm, you can 17. do your provis- you can do your theory test from 16 yeah, yeah, yeah. but
1: you can't actually do the other the no, full test.
0: Yeah. no you can't do the other full test so it, look I'm gonna say after going through it recently enough for the kids I think it's a good system mm-hmm. I, I think they're getting they're getting way better qualified before they jump on the road mm-hmm. which is brilliant and I do think the car insurance was relatively easy to get okay I it was about 15 or 1600 euros well it's expensive uh, but I remember when I was driving for the first time we were so ringing around for days trying to find someone much they give you a quote yeah. uh, so it's easier to get on the road it is more it is expensive less expensive than it was and like I said after a year of clean driving uh, on that box system you know their, their premiums are relatively inexpensive I would have said 7 yeah, it's 700 no quid for a, an 18 year old that's amazing that
1: yeah. uh, telematic system though is great because it just it, it's it's a great way of focusing the mind about how to drive calmly smoothly because yeah. young drivers you see them revving at the lights you know yeah. and it's all this like <laughs> yeah. I've passed my test now I'm invincible and yet we know statistically that the, da- the most dangerous time on the road or driving is the first two years after you yeah. pass your test because you think you're invincible yeah. Well, yeah. you know you're not an experienced driver even though you, you have passed just the minimum standard let's be honest yeah. but the thing about the telematics is it just forms uh, good habits more than anything else yeah. so you know you'd nearly th- consider why is it not you know it sort of mandatory for all young drivers I, I
0: think it should be for everybody I think it genuinely should be for everybody and you should be rewarded because I know you have the no, claim, the no claims bonus of your claim. as in like
2: not starters yeah. like people that are driving for yeah, years yeah I think
0: like I should have it yeah yeah Well, mm-hmm. don't sure <laughs> 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 we <our> roof. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do think it's a really safe way because you know uh, it, it is definitely it's called Boxing but they have a, um, a, a basically a tracker in the car that tells you to mm-hmm. go over the speed limit you get a text message saying go driving you get money back then if you've been driving less mm-hmm. or really well and I think that's how it should be done I think it's if I, if someone's on the road 24 hours a day um, or sorry 24 you know a lot more than somebody else they should be paying probably a little bit more insurance in my opinion anyway so I, I don't I think it's a really good system I think everybody should have it um, but I said, number one right, it's a safer way for them as well because yeah. they know they're being, yeah. they're being monitored so
2: uh, I think it's right. Buximo we're watching it's <laughs> free uh, I'm trying to get work for <laughs> <laughs> um, that'll
1: definitely do it thanks, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah we we'll yeah. would actually scare the shit out of it yeah, yeah big time. <laughs> if it just says that every time you stop at a red light
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just you're, from
1: somewhere on the dash you yeah know, yeah like, <laughs>
2: every time you run a red light
0: yeah, 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 do yeah. To us again.
2: Buximo we're watching <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that would actually cause accidents. It would, yeah. But anyway, anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay,
2: so moving on. I'm really going to get to the next topic. Uh, EV. EVs. Yeah, yeah. What is an EV? It's an electric vehicle. Yes. Brilliant. <laughs> no, I'm saying that for the people I believe in now. <laughs> Come on. People. I'm a man of... Two ta- what year is it? <laughs> what day is it? What day is it? Okay, so electric vehicles. Mm-hmm.
0: I had one. You had one. Yeah, I had one. What yeah, did you have? yeah a Tesla. Yeah, Tesla S. Oh right, yeah. yeah. Probably okay. before a lot of people, as in 40. Tesla really well. S is a small. Yeah. That yeah. was their first no. mass producer. It car. was the yeah. first man It was horrendous. Was it? <laughs> it
2: was fucking brutal. Talk about people watching you. It is, that must yeah. have been tracking a lot no, of stuff. No, did
0: because it? I, I Joe, I did a really a, a video on YouTube, essentially, on the Ask Paul YouTube channel. Um, I talked about how I did it from benefit and coin point of view because at the time the government mm-hmm. had really good benefit and coin rules. So I bought the EV. I had got another car, and it was a five series or no, an Audi uh, Q7. I changed the EV, the money I saved on tax, I put into the pension plan and I projected I was going to have an extra 750 grand the pension plan by switching cars because of tax saving, which was a really good financial planning exercise. Wow. okay. Oh, man, the, 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 there's this thing called um, charge anxiety. Uh, which oh. is real. Oh, so yeah. it's when you shit yourself, you get in your car, that you're not going to be able to make it back. Yeah, Why have it you look your phone. Because you're in a car. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. You, you know? do have it on your phone. So it's a range anxiety, it's called mm. or something. And I must say, it was the most uncomfortable uh, driving experience ever. Just because of the range? Just because of the range. I remember one day coming out and I was going to, never forget, it was down to uh, Matt Britton's a good buddy when I was going down to him down in uh, Kilkul uh, from Carrick Mines And I had forgot to charge the car the night before. I jumped in, the battery is whatever. I think the car was 80 grand or 85 grand at the time. And I remember telling myself, I don't know what I'm going to make. So i take Sarah's car, get her to take the Tesla. I was like, oh, this is a lot of messing around for, yeah. a, for an 80 grand car. I don't know where I can get home in or get to. Yeah. Now, that was my fault for not charging it, but like you said, forget to charge your phone, you can forget to charge your car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it was a few years ago, the range was quite poor in that car as well because one of the first Tesla's yeah. models. I know they've improved massively now that the cars and the efficiencies of the batteries, etc. Um, but... Yeah, it was. It wasn't a great experience. I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't great at all. Uh, but I think it was more the Tesla experience was crap because I did, uh, they weren't manufactured well, in my opinion. Sorry yeah. to any Tesla drivers. Sorry, yeah, Elon. They were
1: quite shoddy at that stage. <laughs> they they, they no, really were
0: at, th- at that stage. They were, and mm. the fairness they have improved a lot. But they, like you were driving on the M50, and the wind was coming in through the, the mm. door, and just ju- yeah, really, yeah, because the, the, the fairness Tesla aren't car manufacturers. Now we've yeah.
2: been in my brother got an ID4 in the They're rocket manufacturers. They I wouldn't want wind coming in your rocket like, you know what I mean I'd be surprised at that very good I'll give you that one that was a good one right. yeah uh, comedian uh, and yeah.
0: actor by, uh, Paul Reed
2: and no, available for work available yeah. <laughs> very available <laughs> so church yeah. so just be your age I know yeah That'd be very good Yeah. So-
0: <laughs> uh, sorry, back to Tesla. I'm not having a go with them. I'm with uh, the But it was a bit of a buzz at the time. I remember getting yeah, the car, and it was great. But it was it was really. My brother had an 80, has a VW ID4. I bought a recent enough. It's class. Like it's yeah, so that? much more comfortable. Like it's amazing. The car. Wow. I must say, I'm not not sponsored or anything. Obviously, yeah. But the car is brilliant. It, mm-hmm. It's really good. The range is amazing. So um, is that just electric it's yep. just an no, electric no, the yeah, 84 wow. it's a cool I must say I, I know. Them, I yeah, was massively lovely. impressed by the car it's I, the it, best it,
1: selling electric car oh is, it? Yeah. Where is they go?
0: it it's class and there's a waiting list of a year or something on the mail. I think there's uh, a waiting
1: yeah. list for most of them yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: so so I'm sorry
2: back down to electric vehicles Polly what do you want to know um, well yeah <laughs> just to see if they're costs efficient really and uh, I also did want to ask you Jay, what you drive as well or do you have an electric vehicle
1: no you see I drive a different car every week oh very nice yeah, so. do
2: you really yeah What's one? So it,
1: you- it depends on the week, and <laughs> oh, I, I, I invariably, I invariably turn up with the wrong car at yeah. the wrong time. You know, I turn yeah. up to weddings in the Nissan Micra or something oh, when they're expecting oh, yeah. something amazing because I booked them a good few weeks or all sometimes months in advance. So I never seem to get the right car for the right occasion. Okay, but, yeah. no, different you're not just
2: using Uber, is that what you mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's brilliant. Well, wow. and what's the one where you get and you go, I love this. I love yeah, best I, car you've driven ever and you've got to go. Say that? You're probably not allowed to say
1: that. I'm, I'm at this stage there I, I couldn't say that. If I won the lottery in the morning, I'd have a dream garage. But I certainly wouldn't have yeah. one car in particular that I'd have to buy. Yeah, and where you always, always dream garages dream garage yeah. is
2: right up my street now. A dream garage. Yeah. That's mad yeah because I've never grown up with like a mad love of cars I really appreciate them though I really like kind of I like seeing a good sports car and the usual mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff but I'll be very vintage I'll be mad into me like Beatles and my minis I'm mad into mm-hmm. mini coopers mm-hmm. I've always wanted one I'm too tall and mostly whatever <laughs> um <laughs> no but i don't too tall with them I have sat in them and I'm like I don't feel Yeah, they safe. Are mini, yeah? yeah, yeah they're minis you know <laughs> yeah but Sarah had one. My wife had it. I uh, loved the mini. Yeah. The Cooper in the n- new version. I no, was no, in like, like the, it was a few years, good few years ago. Yeah, like eight yeah. nine years ago. But yeah yeah, wasn't a big fan them. Yeah, it doesn't I don't feel safe in them, but they I like they look cool and stuff like that. And so okay, you don't know what the best car is. You can't pick your best car,
0: Jerry. So what's the worst car? You have to be able to pick.
1: You see, again, I, I would moan about aspects of cars. Yeah. Um Rather than having a real like, I'll tell you, my job has become harder over the last, I'd say, ten years because they don't make lemons anymore. You know, they used to be uh, a car we just, go, oh, that was a disaster. Yeah, just doesn't happen anymore. And there's so much safety and kind of standard equipment in cars now that there's very little difference between them. So it comes down really. I'll tell you what's become a huge selling point is infotainment systems and technology in cars. That's yeah, what people Jesus. really go into dealerships now and go, you know, what does this do? And self-driving features, cars that can park themselves. You know, that this is the kind of thing people want it's less these days which I find astounding about the driving
0: yeah, that's yeah, it's pretty true. Crazy.
1: You know, there was and the sound of the engine, that's gone now with electric yeah, cars. Nobody yeah. bought you know, when you bought a BMW or you know, with a V eight engine or whatever and you listen to just that sound, yeah. that's gone. Those days are gone now, people. I mean, they have to actually put artificial sounds in the electric it's cars so now. Cool. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah. And it's also for safety, just to alert. Because when I yeah. first started driving electric cars, they didn't have any noise. They'd have tire noise, but that was it. And if you drove on a quiet road up behind people like a would cyclist walk out, star, yeah. yeah, they wouldn't hear it. So they had to do that. So the whole kind of selling experience and the whole I think experience, it's become more about the you know the technology and the infotainment in this mm. car rather than just the driving experience.
0: So it's it's very strange, really. Okay, very good. That's a that's 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 interesting to say, at least. Yeah. I'd have a lot of cars. Eh?
2: You would, you would? <laughs> yeah, but will call them, no. Um
0: <laughs> back to EVs. Let's talk yeah. about EVs again and the uh how you know from a cost-saving point of view, what's your experience in these at the moment? Yeah, what the feedback you're getting or from rather from the manufacturers or people driving them, or your own experience?
1: Okay, I suppose the thing about it is there's still a price premium to be paid mm-hmm. for an EV. So if you go into a dealership and you're looking at a similarly sized petrol, diesel and electric car, the electric car is going to be more expensive. Now, obviously the running costs are cheaper on an electric car, but it really does depend on where you're charging the car. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, they reckon about 80% of people charge at home or in work. So if you're charging at home, get a smart meter, you can really make a saving. But the charging network, the public charging network has got much more expensive in the mm. last while. While electricity prices have gone up generally, they've yeah. gone up and even, The ESP, you know, well they started to be
0: practically free, weren't they? At the very beginning, they were like anything, practically free, and then once people start converting, they start putting the prices up with them. You know, so it it is a shame they haven't done enough. I don't think to encourage people because the cost was really going to be the biggest impact here for people in my opinion yeah
1: yeah, cost is the big thing and range as you say it's still there I mean the newer cars have anything between 400 and 500 kilometres range so you shouldn't be panicking but at the same time it's those long journeys across the country where you find there's pockets of places in the country that are, just don't have fast yeah. chargers there's lots of chargers but they're those you know take a they few take hours a time, yeah. you need the fast chargers now the plan is to invest 100 million in it and they're going to have these super Super fast chargers every 60 kilometers on the motorway. Wow. If they did that, it'd be brilliant. You yeah. just would yeah. not have to worry anymore. You'd pull in. I think they do about 100 kilometers in six minutes. So, you know, you'd clock wow. a Ah, you'd yeah, be fine. Yeah, you grab a minutes, cup of coffee, yeah, whatever, and you would be fine. But they're not in yet.
0: And they won't be for some time. <laughs> I <think>
1: 2025. <laughs> yeah, you'll be the, in a yeah. spaceship by
0: the time. It was
2: also a mm-hmm. concept to have uh, a road in Sweden, uh, which was yeah. self charged. You mm-hmm. see that with the road itself? You yeah. charge the car as it goes.
1: Yeah, there's yeah. all sorts of things, and yeah. there's things about like the, these kind of panels that you drive over yeah. at night, and they charge your car. Yeah. and that would stop you moment... forgetting
0: to charge your car, which is a cool idea.
1: But you see, I think what we need to do is we just need charging points everywhere. everywhere. So when you go to the cinema, even if it's two or three hours and it's a slow charger, you're still yeah. adding to it. Charging when you go yeah. to the restaurant, so yeah. we just have to have them everywhere and a mix of chargers—some fast, some slow. You know, if you're in work for the day, you can have a slow, a slow charger. slow charger, yeah. It's perfect. So there is a role for all of those, but the high-speed right, never... to be
0: on the motorway. You're dead right. I never thought about that. There is. Role for even the granny charger yeah. and the, the the slow medium and the fast charger because it's yeah. it, it, it's it, it's it's what makes... your needs
1: are at the time and if you have yeah. a couple of hours. Or if you're going, you know, and if you're going to the cinema and you come out and it's put an extra sixty kilometres on your car, great. You're just getting
0: home. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, fine. Yeah. So
1: it's it's that we need all yeah. of those. And then I think the mindset about oh, I'm going to run out of charge. It won't exist anymore. But I, we need to move towards that. I
0: do think I do get. Like I said, I had this range of anxiety myself on I drove one, and it's real. But I do. I, I heard someone say day right now, I was like, no, I wouldn't buy an electric vehicle you now because like, you couldn't get the Galway in back. And I was like, when was the last time you drove the fucking Galway? Yeah. And, nev- and when are you planning to drive the Galway? Yeah. Never. But if you <laughs> So yeah. you know, there's a certain Irish mentality to this that yeah. you're kind that of just is, gonna knock it for the crackle. Like. Yeah.
1: That is the question I get all the time. I, you know, you, you say to people exactly that, but what if I wanted to go to cork and you go, Well, how often do you go to Cork? Mm. Once, maybe twice a year. And I say, Well, you could hire a car for those two occasions on the savings you've made with the electric car.
0: Or you but could you easily don't buy a but you car can car easily get to But you can easily get to Cork on an E V. Yeah, yeah and yeah. back more more yeah. than likely, but yeah. you might just have to charge it even if it's low yeah. charge or someone's house, you're still gonna be able to charge your car.
1: But it's like saying to somebody, I have two kids but occasionally once in a blue moon I take the neighbour's kids so I need a car for four kids, whatever. Yeah. You, know, you, don't, you don't buy cars like that. You buy for your needs on a daily basis yeah. and most people will have no issues around 400 to 500 kilometres. The only problem is they are expensive. As I said you are paying a premium and there there isn't a great second-hand market at the moment because it's only in the last few years we started to sell them. Therefore they're taking longer to trickle yeah. into the secondhand market. Brexit has meant that it's not financially attractive to import a car from the UK and more and a lot of cars would have come in from the UK, so that secondhand market has taken a while to catch up, and that's where the majority of buyers are.
2: And just before we get into the imports, there with the charges at home, you get the system put into your house, and of mm. course it's probably at a cheaper price for the first year and all that kind of stuff. But what is the? How much would you be paying, like for that, for a, a year maybe, or a, every month, or?
1: Okay, so how that works first of all is there's a grant for six hundred euros yeah. towards that. Now it, they roughly work out at about anywhere between a thousand and maybe 1300 1, depending on how complex so your driveway is and how difficult it is to put in so you are going to have to put some money towards it then the thing is it depends on basically how you use electricity in your house the best way to do it is to have the cheapest rate at night so how to have a smart meter and if that's the case um, the AA did work on this and they came out with figures that if you did 1700 kilometers a year you might be paying 400 and something a year okay. to charge it. Now, having said that, if you're charging on the public network, it would cost you over $2,000. So like, it makes wow. a huge difference huge, where you're charging. Yeah. And it's one of the reasons why when people ask me about buying an EV, if they haven't got a driveway that they can install a home charger, I often tell them not oh, to. you can't. It's because pointless. apart from just the convenience and just knowing you can charge it home, it's the cost factor. Yeah. Now, there are grants for apartment dwellers and there are systems that are in place at the moment for people who live in terraces that local councils can provide. it. But you'd still need to work out how cost effective that is yeah. and also I, I would find the whole reassurance of you need to charge at home one mm-hmm. of the big you know selling aspects so you do have to be careful about the cost I think
0: you the, really need to have a charger at home you have to be I able to so charge at yeah. home we always as pointless in my opinion genuinely yeah. it is going to cost you too much money it's too much of an inconvenience in my opinion mm-hmm. uh, one or two people might make it work but on average I think it's too much of an inconvenience uh, before we move off from this as well just from a financial planning point of view I mentioned earlier on that the BIK when I bought the Tesla uh, there was a BIK advantage to it and that the revenue first of all when they brought this out if you had a car so if you have a company car your, your provider your employer provides you with a car order, uh, you're going to be charged what's called the benefit in coin tax which is based on the original market price your value of your car how much you drive um, they did waive it initially for all electric mm-hmm. cars and then they copped on a lot of company directors were going to go buy Teslas and, yeah, 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 <laughs> hands up um, so they reduced it down to 50,000 euro but Back then, you couldn't really get an electric vehicle for €50,000 from a kind of original market value because they were really the Teslas and there it was, it wasn't much of a marketplace. Mm-hmm. Now you can. So the ID four and all these kind of cars are priced in the around the 50 grand mark. However, revenue again have changed. So from January 2023, they brought in from benefiting coin, the company cars uh, will be calculated in relation to the reference of the CO2 emissions as well. So... It's becoming, I think, if we really wanted to make a difference here from an EV point of view, I think the revenue should go back and just get rid of BIK on electric vehicles Mm -hmm. because that would just make a massive impact on, I think, from a a kind of... A financial point of view for people, obviously they have more money in their back pocket if you have a company car, not paying BIK. But also from the CO2 and emissions problem that we have in this country as well, and I just don't understand why they reverse the decision back. Sorry, I do for money. (laughs) But uh, I think that's the obvious thing to do. I think the biggest biggest solution here, the biggest impact would be made because the amount of people that drive company cars... And could easily be in an electric vehicle. They should be rewarded for doing that rather than being penalised. Yeah,
1: no, it was a ridiculous decision. And it's completely gone by what is it, 2025? Yeah, by 2025. It's ceased completely, completely. yeah. Yeah, because the two, I mean, the. The two areas we should be targeting are taxi drivers and fleet drivers. Yes, they contribute the most amount of CO two because they're on the road more. Mm. And they and there's been huge efforts to get taxi drivers into electric cars and there's mm. huge grants for them. And then at the same time we curtail the grant for the fleet first, owners.
0: The first Tesla I was ever in Amsterdam went Holland the old Tesla Teslas and that's going back. I think it was seven eight years ago. Mm. Uh, got the Amsterdam import jumped in it was a Tesla brand new Tesla mm-hmm. and the government were supporting the taxi drivers to buy the Teslas. Yeah. I thought it was a spaceship. I have never seen. It. I remember remember yeah, this. Yeah. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Yeah. It was so cool back then. But uh, yeah, they, you're right, uh, They, 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 they really crazy. sent the voice and taxi drivers and all, and as well as it looks cool for the. City as well when everyone's yeah. driving that kind totally. of format, kind yeah, of cars. Yeah. But um, it's such a shame they have they've taken the the yeah. the, the, the 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 benefit and kind of coin away. But well.
1: it's like the grant being reduced in July. Yeah, like they're taking the the grant has been reduced from five thousand down to um to three and a half thousand. There's fifteen hundred off it. As a result, it's the lower end of the market that's, that's getting penalised. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What and there, you know, the car. The only in the last while, especially with Chinese entrants, have we had cars that are sort of 28,000 that a family could buy. Yes. So if you suddenly put fifteen hundred more on those that's huge yeah, imp- whereas the 55,000 can absorb that they're not going to enjoy it they're no, not going to like it but, but they, can they can absorb yeah. it much better than the lower end so this idea of just this blanket 1500 reduction is insane because you know it's the affordable market where we really need Yeah, to get agree. into couldn't
2: agree anymore that brings me into the imported cars then I mean is it more benef- beneficial to get an imported car or not no, Or no, no no it's
0: a nightmare getting an imported car because you have to pay your um the VRT. Okay. Uh, so the VRT is an absolute kicker. So I think people can sometimes look abroad, maybe especially in the UK market, they look at the UK market, see a five series for maybe 10 or 15 grand cheaper here. You import it, you get it with customs with a VRT charge. Mm-hmm. About and then remember, expensive.
1: since Brexit, you have to put VAT on top VAT of, on that top of that as it well. as well. And yeah. in some instance, customs duty of mm-hmm. another 10%. Yeah. So basically, imports have gone down since 2019, which would have been pre-Rexit, about 69%. Mm-hmm. Now, there's been a few more Japanese imports coming yeah, in, yeah. but they don't plug that gap. So, no. really, the UK was a huge source for both dealers as well as private yes, buyers. Yeah. Um, now, there, there could be a change coming. The Windsor Agreement, which was a, um, an addition to the, the Northern Ireland Protocol, will mean that it looks like that um, you, our southern dealers will be able to claim some of the VAT back, so they, in turn, can pass this um, on okay. to onto their own um, customers, but that's not likely to come until about August. It's about 16% is what they can claim back, how much of that they'll pass, pass on. And it's pass still going to yeah. take a while for that supply but issue, that even do, with that. That, to, didn't, to
0: that didn't do any favours with the supply of second-hand cars in this marketplace yeah. either, uh, especially since 2019 because the supply chain been dis- disrupted for new cars. Yeah. Um, so yeah, look, it, 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 it's... It, it's a really a really strange market as opposed to import so I, w- I wouldn't be interested in them it doesn't from uh, you're not going to save money by importing yeah, a car no. and not a hope Paul, uh, just before we move on to that very yeah. quickly one thing I will say is hybrids uh, I think are a great option as yeah. well for people I think a lot of new cars these days come as a hybrid option where you can plug in and do 30k or whatever yeah plug in hybrids as yeah, opposed
1: to yeah, hybrids oh yeah sorry,
0: yeah, sorry. Yeah. Pl- uh, plug in hybrids sorry right, you're right so sorry what's yeah. the difference that's why you're the expert difference. Yeah.
1: okay yeah. hybrids are just basically there's a there's like an electric motor on the car so think they have slightly less CO2 emissions and they've slightly better fuel efficiency and you pay slightly more than you would for a petrol car. But plug-in hybrids are different. They actually have, some see it the best of both worlds, others see it as the worst combination because you have the two. So you basically have an electric battery and you have a petrol. Normally petrol, you can have diesel um, plug-in hybrids, but they're pretty mm. rare. So you have a, the reassurance, I suppose, of a petrol engine if you run out of range. Now, plug-in hybrids have got better over the last while. When they first came on the market, they had maybe 30, 40 kilometers. That's all of all, of all electric so you So hop happens
0: as Paul, you charge your car overnight, you jump in, and as the battery would only get you 30 kilometers. So you perfect for it school runs yeah. and that type mm the stuff where you're going back and forth, you can back, plug your car. You get away without putting, no putting petrol. In. Yeah. Um, you can then, now
1: get them though up to hundred. Yeah. yeah the,
0: sorry, you're yeah. saying originally were thirty. Yeah. yeah so I think yeah, wow. the new, some of the newer cars are up to hundred km. You get a lot of it, you get at least a day around the city. And yeah, all and right, yeah. a lot
1: of people I know have them. And if you use them correctly, it's all about this. They've got really bad press because in the UK they were sold to so many people, and when they brought them back after three years, the dealers found that the plug in, that the plugs were, had never even been used, and they had availed of various tax breaks and all of that. So they got a really bad name. But I know people, and if you use them correctly. And you actually plug them in every night, and you avail of that all electric range. You could be never going to the filling station, yeah. or going once a month. Yeah. And it is really so when you're you're not doing your normal commute and you go down the country, you think, well, I'm okay. I have my petrol engine to kick in, and I, that's what people find yeah. really, really. A family member
0: just bought the I think it's the is it the EQ or the Mercedes the E class? Mm. It's going like a half. GP kind of thing, uh, Mercedes, um, and they I think it's two months old. They haven't gone to the petrol station yet. Oh, wait. What about the poor? Uh... Mercedes are
1: particularly good, and their yeah, range they're is really very good. reliable. Like yeah. they have cars with ninety, hundred kilometers, and you actually that, that, get that's, that's it, on that on This is a
0: hundred kilometers. Yeah. It's the E version. the, yeah. the, the, the E class, and feel, it's a hundred kilometers is a lot. But they haven't gone to the petrol station since they took the car out to dro- it yeah. But they have the safety of not Sorry, the safety, the comfort they of no. they don't that do yeah. that range. Don't have that range anxiety if they mm. want to go to Cork. I'm
2: fine. <laughs> they can go to now, I, I just feel sorry for oil companies like Shell no? just, oh you do just, yeah you know. really, really sorry. <laughs> I can see My your heart heartbreak. breaking yeah, you know yeah. I mean? It's okay. a staple in our society <laughs> anyway um, so uh, your dream garage let's just end on this okay because you two are absolutely in love with cars <laughs> I like cars but I, I don't, I'm not in love with them as much as you guys are but I am kind of impressed by your passion for them so your dream car or your dream garage what kind of cars you can have as many as you can be Jay Leno here have as many as you want
1: oh uh, I'd definitely have a Land Rover Defender absolutely have to have one I'd have a Mazda MX-5 definitely (laughs) I'd have a Porsche 911 and I think I'd probably have an M5 BMW M5 Touring because I'd need an estate car and then if I could throw in an electric car I would put in oh this one's difficult Um, I'd probably put in the BMW i4
0: so nice isn't it it's gorgeous, it's gorgeous. Like, it was my
1: favourite electric car yeah. coaster, but I'm very fickle I have no, changed like after about a week but <laughs> I
0: you know, ID4. Like, yeah, I, I think I'd be up with the, with the I know I mentioned the ID4 the uh, the Volkswagen version the, the Volkswagen but I do think the BMW of course is absolutely stunning it's mm. it's really 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 well designed as yeah. well Merce- I do. I have to give the, that Mercedes E-Class a shout yeah. out as well because it's, it's mm. a really really cool car wow uh, I'm going to go with the 911 um, 911 just a dream car since I was a kid but I did have one and I didn't like it uh, and Sorry, uh, what's a 911? Porsche. A porsche, porsche 911, okay. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. it's, and
1: it's one of those cars you have to have. It's one of those, They've been just refining yeah, kind of it yeah. for years and it's just, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I love it was, about it. They just
0: keep tweaking if it. it. If I was going to go dream car, I'd probably put in a 1960 Porsche maybe then. Some really original yeah, porsche yeah, was class to keep it a bit yeah. cool, yeah. Uh, Lamborghini and I'll probably go with, um, I, I don't know, just maybe a five series for old time's sake. They're just, just a steadfast mm-hmm. kind of, great car to jump
2: in and drive around in yeah so uh, yeah that's probably my little mini garage I mean you guys can help me out because I don't know the, the finer details of these cars but a Mini Cooper because I've always loved yeah, them particularly enough, from yeah. the but Italian job you're too job. big and bulky and I'm too, too muscular mostly, I know now I am but yeah uh, but I still love it. I get it you know like your man the Simpsons are you laughing at my automobiles remember that <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
2: the only one I could afford um, so yeah Mini Cooper uh, a Beetle as well I actually do I kind of like to, uh, look I'm going on the look I'm aesthetically looking at these things as That's well. because you're so good looking exactly I have to match myself with a good car um, and what was the other thing oh VW van there's a new one actually out oh
1: Oh, yeah, yeah have you had that the iDevose the electric one have you had one yeah it's fabulous Is it cool?
2: one will you get me one it's,
1: <laughs> a- <laughs> it's absolutely gorgeous but they look and, cool yeah, yeah and it actually I was really surprised at how well it drives because you look at it and it looks yeah. really it, it looks looking, gimmicky but it's going to drive like a van but it doesn't it actually drives it? really yeah. nicely and it's really easy to manoeuvre and it's just it's gorgeous it's really really they well, did a really like, good
0: job on the advertising campaign of yeah. that car actually yeah. when it came out it was really cool there's a
2: three year waitness on that isn't there
0: yeah there's a long wait imagine
1: a yeah, long waiting yeah, list yeah yeah, yeah yeah no it's, it's a gorgeous
2: car oh, wow. really yeah, really lovely yeah. it looks cool Yeah, I like yeah. the old school stuff I, even the, the newer version of, of the kind of older cars I like and a jeep I've always wanted a big chunky jeep whatever that means what's a jeep
1: get yourself a defender
2: I'll get a yeah, defender though, yeah, yeah it yeah, sounds yeah, cool as well yeah.
0: yeah yeah it does yeah
1: no, but the... a snorkel yeah. you
2: know yeah yeah, it, yeah. yeah. you're right an old defender would really
0: suit you yeah it yeah. would especially those muscles Yeah, and, and then the the do a maintenance
1: edge. course because you'll break down a lot yeah. like, oh, but is well, is you'll it? be able to fix it oh, so yeah. it'll be fine so what
2: you do before is go to FOSS and become a mechanic and then defender oh do you want to like is it called HRV is that a car that is, oh, is, that's is a Honda. Honda. A, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I've always loved them. I saw one the other yeah, day. They're and absolutely I, dirt. Yeah. I heard they're not the best. Um, but I saw one the other day and I was like, oh, Jared's really quiet <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, no offense to Honda. I mean, yeah. are they listening? No. Um, uh, Great. Right. Jared, thank you so much. Not at Jared, all. thanks. That was
0: absolutely amazing <laughs> and a wealth of knowledge. So uh, thank you. Thanks for your time. And thanks for coming to see us. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening to The Two Pauls on a Pod podcast. If you've liked what you've heard today, please don't forget to subscribe to more episodes.
2: We'd love to hear from our listeners. So if you have any financial questions or if you have feedback from the show, just go to askpaul.ie or check out Paul's Instagram account on Ask Paul. And
0: don't forget, you can find Paul Reed on Paolo Rito on Instagram.
2: Thanks, Paul.